All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome out there in Twitchland to all those listening to us as a podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you have an enjoyable ride into work today. Um, I am Solobase15 here with my good friend Zareth, and we are here to talk about placing all the teams on defense or none of the teams on defense. We'll see what happens. Uh, Zareth, you are on vacation and in a much better place than I am. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing well enough solo. I'm I'm worried that our our live stream or our, our podcast in general is going to end in abject failure just because my connection is maybe not the very best because vacation vaca- vacation uh, Wi-Fi doesn't always necessarily to, have to be the best. So um, that being said, it's uh, it's a good day today, despite the horrible stupidity of CG. I, I'm sorry, I, I normally won't just light into them like that, but I'm I'm like so frustrated with their shenanigans, dude. Uh, it kills me yeah and you know so here's here's the problem that i've seen and i have faced is other and content creators a lot of people just don't care and so it's not it's not high on their list clearly um you know we have a schedule a lot of our our hardcore fans i guess you could call it have a schedule they like to follow um a lot of people are just like, I'm going to not play on Tuesday instead of not play on Wednesday, you know? So, right. which well, I know a lot of people are, a lot of people are like, really? I had no idea they switched to, switched it by a day, but uh, you know, you know what just really screws me? So a lot of people are screwed about Kenobi. Yeah. But uh, the thing that screws me the most is that this is like a two week vacation and it's, uh, we're going different places and one of the things is we specifically planned around my live stream schedule so that I would be able to do Gambit Fight Night on a Friday night and then we're going to go camping on Saturday night and now like I don't know I don't know what we're going to do like we you have to reserve the campground and all of that stuff and I don't know messing with real life stuff. Hey guys this is Aerith I'm reporting you from Tent one of two for the family. I've kicked the kids into tent one. Uh, how is right. it going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that won't be happening. I will, <laughs> I, I will die. Like literally death by wife is a thing. So <laughs> I hear that's a justified murder as, as well. <laughs> um, I couldn't blame, I could, can't blame her because she, she specifically asked which days I, I'd be streaming and she wanted to help. She wanted to be supportive. Sure. And make sure I could do my stream. So not, nothing, nothing on her, but there will be hell to pay if I don't go camping. So <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Um, why don't, yeah. why don't we actually get talking about what's going to be going on while you're camping? Uh, GAC has started a day early. We are, we're already in the placing defenses phase. So we've gotten our pods. Uh, we are in the placing defense first what why don't we give a preview of tomorrow night how's your matchup looking uh so facing a dude with 821k lifetime i don't know if he's deployed yet or not Uh, he or she though i think i don't know based on the username my guess is that it's a male anyways that (laughs) really doesn't matter though uh they 
they're a strong player. They've, they've actually faced a few people I know recently and they lost to the people who I know. So that's nice, but uh, it be just because the people I know are, who, you know, are good players, but they're, they're, they have, they have some sophisticated offense and I am a bit nervous for it. If I'm just being honest, especially because I would prefer someone who's like really super active at GAC, who is like right in like the 550 range, like loses a lot. I'd like that for my first <laughs> one. If we're just being honest, all cards on the table. Yeah, you and me both. But I um, I am in quite the same, quite the same position as you. Because my guy, he's just under 700k lifetime banners, but he is the perfect example of why we tell people lifetime banners doesn't tell you everything. Um, he just, he didn't play a couple of the three B threes. So, you know, three B threes are the higher banner. So he probably would have been close to, or above 800 K, but, um, he just decided, <laughs> decided not to, um, he knows, he knows who I am. He's already told people he knows he's facing me and he, he placed a tough defense, before uh you know a lot of his defense probably isn't going to carry over but one of the things we talked about on friday night and one of the things that we can talk about tonight is in division one you can still afford a couple of quote unquote combined teams right you know we talk about all the teams that we're going to have to use we have to have 22 realistically we should have 24 because if you lose one, you can't be relying on like, you know, gear 11s to clean up gear 13s. Um, right. So you have to realistically have like 22 to 24 teams. You can still afford to combine a couple teams. And this guy in the past has played Sith Eternal with Darth Rep, you know, the Sith, uh, the Sith Empire and Nest down to stop troopers uh, in the past. He's, He's placed Ray with JTR and the bros in the past. He's placed Supreme Leader Kylo in the past, you know. So he he can still place a combined team or two. Um, our rosters are big enough. So I have to be – I, I kind of have to be prepared, which has me feeling not so good about my defense because the only way to prepare for somebody – that has put everything on defense in the past is to keep a lot more than you should. And uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to see how this matchup, <laughs> we're going to see how it goes. Yeah, man. I, I think I'm not that worried for you for just being honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, we'll I think see. this guy, this guy sounds easy enough, but I don't know. It, it's just like people can go, what, uh, so we, we predicted last time in 3v3 that we would we would end up with um, everyone would be placing all the, the really light defenses uh, because yeah. they didn't really know what to do. And what I what I discovered, at least, uh, and your your opponents were different than mine, obviously. But what I what I noticed was some people just decided to dig in and just go with. I, I'm not going to clear and neither will you kind of strategy. We'll see, we'll see how you operate. And I, I tend to do well in that arena, but at the same time, I, it's still a struggle, you know, it's, it's not, not, not everyone enjoys all of that. So I'm, I'm looking, it's going to be a very interesting thing. What, what's going to happen? Like your guy already placed two or three GLs and he has five now. 
Is he going to place four or five just to say, like, I, I don't know what to do. So my opponent won't know what to do. Let's just, let's just go heavy defense. Right. Uh, and real quick, Ando, Ando with the raid. Good to see you, Ando. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how people are going to react. Uh, at the start of the last time, you know, everybody kind of reacted. And I swear to God, I, I didn't see a GL for four matches um, on both accounts. It, are they going to do that this time? Like, are we going to see just Ray and Praise going forward? Um, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I don't know. In 3v3, there's not really off-meta counters to GLs. In 5v5, there are. Um, so does the pendulum not quite swing as far as it did in that first week of 3v3? I I don't know, Solo. I don't have the answers you seek. Here's the thing. I, all I know is that I've had two or three people share their defenses with me. And so far, every single one of them have had and people who I respect, you know, who play decent defenses at the very least. And every single one of them so far has been like... <laughs> really you're gonna put that team down like everyone's got a pretty questionable team at the very least one questionable team yeah. so that well so what i'm really interested in is to see what the end what what we end up doing with padme but go, go ahead and what, what were you doing the thing is and saying? we talked about this a little bit on friday night on the fight night um I think you have to put a questionable team down, right? Because if you're relying on the quote-unquote questionable team for offense, you might be relying on not clearing. Like, are you going to want to take a mall team with Nest on offense? You know, it's like you're 20 – I think your 21st and 22nd team in power, uh, it basically should go on defense. And maybe you you might not because you don't mind losing battles um, to clear. But I think the average person <laughs> doesn't want to have, you know, doesn't want to have to struggle bus it uh, because they placed their top 12 teams on defense and, you know, <laughs> their 22nd best team, which they didn't trust ever, is now a key to, to them winning. Um, I think most people are going to look at that and just say, I can't trust this team. It might steal five banners. Let me put it on defense. Well, I mean, so you say like, I don't mind losing battles and you're right. Like it once, once the game has transitioned to, uh, okay, guys, we we're going to, what can we do to kill Treya? That's all we got to do is kill Treya. And then let's kill Scion and Nihilus on the next attack. And then we'll kill the other three. Like, once it becomes that, like, I do really start enjoying it. But I'm also, there's a limit to how many good characters I actually have and am able to use. Like, just because Rose is probably in my top 110 characters right now, doesn't mean I think she's good or want to have to be in a place where I, I'm relying on her to clear something decent. Like... 
can she do a little damage and maybe contribute? Maybe, yeah, sure, I, I guess potentially, but like there's no there's no way she's gonna contribute to a team if I'm trying to take out a Commander Luke team in the back and I'm like, <laughs> all right, guys, uh, Rose is gonna be the centerpiece to what we're doing here on this uh, offensive. <laughs> how, how are we right. gonna be Commander Luke? People are gonna say, you're just not gonna clear Zareth. <laughs> and and I'll after a few attempts I'll I'll have to uh, you know admit that it's right. the same. So I right. mean I don't I don't mind losing some, but the margin for error here is razor thin. In three v three, it was like, hey look, Zareth missed like five or six attacks, and the answer <laughs> you know the response is like, oh that's like par for the course, so that's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, it's Zer Zer Oh that Zareth is gonna be Zareth. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh... I mean, so I've, I preemptively planned out my defenses. What I do is I usually plan my defenses out at night and then go back at lunchtime at work and completely change everything. Um, but so when I was going through it, I have like my 23rd and my 24th best team on defense. And that's because if I have one loss on offense or God forbid, I have to clean up a GL I, I don't know how I'm doing that if I don't have um, if I if I have to rely on my 24th best team to do it. Like, I, I just don't think it's possible. Um, so at least the first draft of my defenses right now, I, I, I have my 23rd and 24th best team on defense. Like that's that's just what had to happen. And that might change. It, a lot of times I will plan out my offense or plan out my defense. And then the following day be like, nah, I'm being an idiot. Like, let me change that. But if I want three galactic legends on defense, um, I, <laughs> you know, it, something's, something's going to have to give Do it. Do you put stronger non GL teams on defense or do you put, you know, five really good teams or six really good teams on defense and then and then and only then um, put some weaker teams on defense. It, it's I just don't know how to play this first this first week where we we know nothing. We're like Jon Snow. We we know nothing this week. <laughs> I was about to say you you sound like Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> So you sound like, yeah, I mean, we, we don't know anything. And I think that that's a reasonable uh, thing. I, I don't know. I, what I have to look at is, okay. So, so team, team 23 and 24, or, uh, you know, whatever you want to say it. Yeah. Will will my old Republic beat those? Like, could I, could I conceivably beat that team with old Republic or with that, whatever team is beyond that? because right. that that's the kind of the continuum right like you just you, you can kind of just say okay this is my number one team number two maybe some of them are just kind of all bunched up and you don't know if they're you know number one through six they're all kind of you know uh, the same ish in terms of power but eventually once you get to that really end point it's like it, if your 24th team is significantly stronger than your 25th stream or <coughs> team it's kind of kind of i don't know disconcerting like it, but if if I could be some beat that team with with my like twenty fifth or twenty sixth, if I could Ewok it, then then maybe I'd be okay with just you know with placing something a little strong. I, I, 
my, my idea is I don't want them to be comfortable on offense. And if I give them a team that they can use Old Republic or Ewoks to beat, then I've failed. Oh, Zareth, you think you won't see Old Republic on defense? <laughs> oh, no, we'll, we'll see. We will see that. Uh, my, yeah. my idea is I just don't think – I don't want them to see what I'm doing. Uh, I don't want them to see one of my teams and think, oh, I can beat that with Old Republic. Like, I, I, can, I can cheese one of Zareth's teams. Like, I, I want it to be – I have to use a real team. I have to use 11 real teams to if I want to clear Zareth, 11 real teams and two fleets. And if, if I just put garbage down, if it's garbage enough, then they'll, they can just use whatever. I don't want it to be nestable. I don't want it to be – like, there's a bunch of different things I don't want it to be. And that's, that's going to be my baseline, I think. And if I, that means I'm not going to full clear myself, I guess I can change my habits later. But for me to start with, it's going to be, if they can beat it with Old Republic or solo it with Nest consistently, or be able to, uh, you know, Ewok, whatever, that I don't, I don't want it on defense. Crazy as I sound, probably. But so here's the question. Can you can you real when you're placing 11 teams and you need at least 11 teams to attack can you truly prevent a solo the entire time oh maybe i mean i'm sure gonna try i I mean you (laughs) you you can right i don't know if it's worth it like (laughs) uh, so like you said i'm i'm john snowing okay right like i that i want to make it easy for my opponents like for me the idea is it I don't I want it to be as miserable an experience as they as I can while still maybe full clearing myself. Like I want them to just be sweating. Like what could Zareth be? Uh, what like what could he be placing in the back? What's <laughs> in that that back zone? I'd better use some pretty bad teams up front. Oh shoot, or oh, oh he can't he can't possibly have put good teams in the back. Like I'm going to yeah. just use all my good stuff in the front and then they get to the back and they're like, wow, how, how did he put these many good teams on defense? Like <laughs> that, that's what I want. I, I want it to be like, if you're using boss bounty hunters, you're going to have a, you're going to have a hard time finding a team that you're comfortable with taking out. Oh man. <laughs> you're just stop, now it's trying to stop a boss bounty hunter team with 11 on defense. That's, <laughs> that's, that's even harder. Um, ambitious um, f perhaps but yeah I, I i just don't know i i mean i guess we'll see and that's the whole point of this is we we will see after this first week it's going to be a lot like 3v3 where that first week was just kind of the wild west um but the second week was a little calmer and by the third week we kind of had it we had it down right that's the by the time we got to the third week you you had a pattern you had you know you knew what you were looking for you knew what their pattern was at some point um so we just have to get through these first two weeks and then figure it out i guess um until then we'll we'll stumble we'll stumble and just kind of work our way through it and real quick, Ross and Cared, thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, 
but yeah, I just, I don't, we'll see. I, I'd rather, I want to make sure I full clear every time, uh, especially these first couple, right? We have, what, 500 extra people in Division One this time than we did last time. Like, 10 and 2 is not going to cut it to make top 50. And now that I've been there once, I want to I want to get there a second time. Um, so the way to do that is, <laughs> is to clear. Um, clear and win. Clear and win. So, I don't know. We'll see. I think... I think this first round is going to be painful, especially because I have the equivalent of four 800K guys in my pod, including me. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens on that one as well. <laughs> sure. I don't, I won't even judge anyone this first week, whatever you want to do. Play, play, put Ewoks down. Uh, even if your Ewoks are bad, put, put your Old Republic. I get it. Uh, like, the stretch is real. 3v3 didn't change much for me. Honestly, like, it, it just took longer. Right. And, <laughs> you know, like, I, I thought that it had a bigger margin, actually. Uh, ironically, I, I had won three seasons straight uh, undefeated in 3v3 before, and then I actually lost last season and, and got a tie, so came real close to losing two. <clears throat> and uh, I, I guess my my whole thing in 3v3 though is it did feel like more skill uh driven like there was there was more margin for like (laughs) there's more garbage teams or more b-level teams how can you how can you weave your way through those at a decent rate and you know i misstepped a couple times that that's obvious but uh 5v5 there's just no margin for error really if you want to have a tough defense and you want to be able to clear there's almost no margin for error. And so how, how do I reconcile having a really tough defense with also like clear, full clearing? Cause, cause I mean, I, I know that GOM is fine with, he's just like, yeah, I don't care if I full clear, but st- or if I don't full clear, but I still win, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm the guy, I'm the Bendu in that, <laughs> like I'm, I'm in the middle. You know? Right. I want, I, my very first thing is like I'll place a I'll place as as a holish of a defense as I possibly can, while still not, uh, while still uh, clearing. Like that, those are my two goals: <laughs> tough as sure. defense possible while still clearing. And how do I do that now? Uh, John snowing it up. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, this. I, I mean the the. It, not just the first week, but this first battle is basically pure experimentation, right? Uh, nobody knows. Nobody can tell you what's going to happen this first week. Because, like I said, my guy, you know, he set a Ray team that kind of ate up two teams. He set a Sith Eternal team on defense that ate up three teams. It's, you know, Sith Eternal, Sith Empire, and Nest. Will will he do that again? You know, GG Newt. I think we're going to see a lot of people placing Separatist teams and taking Newt off of Grievous. And they're not going to be replacing him with BB-8. I think we go back to the Grievous with Droidica days for, with people that relics Droidica way back when, you know, for gas. Um, does that open up your Night Sisters now? Like... Are we going to open up a whole bunch of old counters that we completely forgot about just because people are going to be afraid to set 
you know, these, these combined teams that they have for God knows how long. And are you ready to counter geos 10 times out of the 12 battles <laughs> that we have, uh, you know, this season? Cause I, I fully expect them on defense a lot. Yeah. I mean, and I honestly, I think Geos are one of the best teams. This, you're going to laugh, but I think Geos are one of the best teams for offense now because <laughs> uh, be, because not, not because they're efficient. Efficiency is going to be ha, be less important for a little bit, at least for a few seasons. But uh, the main thing is you're going to be operating on such a small margin, or at least I am. I'm going to be cleaning up a lot of GLs, I have a feeling. And Geos are... In my opinion, uh, of all the B teams out there, Geos are the best. Uh, like, they're the only team almost that can universally beat any GL for cleanup. Yeah. I don't know about Kenobi. My guess is yes as well. I just haven't seen it. But I, I would uh, bet they could, yeah. But yeah, like I, I think that they're the only team that I would trust to, to finish off most GLs. Like, Jedi, depending on what's left, of course. But right. like, uh, like, bar none. And I think, I think that that... that <laughs> That baseline of can it finish off? Can it clean up a team well? If it checks that box, then I'm like, I think I almost have to take it for offense, even though I don't, I don't feel comfortable. You know, I don't like geos that yeah. much. I have them all relict and, and I want nothing to do with them, but I, I do think <laughs> God help us all. I think that they're going to be a good team on offense and, and they'll be able <laughs> to take down any number of teams on, on defense too. Like they'll, you know, I'm, I'm saying I want to make my team like Bosk proof potentially. <laughs> I, I don't think we're going to be able to find a way to make 11 teams Bosk and Geos proof. No, no, I, I, I don't think you can. I think you are just going to have to set down a team that you know is going to get beat for 60. Like it, that's when you're placing 11 teams on defense, you just have to be ready for that. It's the question is sure. can you set down a balance that this team is going to be 60? but they can't beat this team for better than 55, um, which I think you still can do. And you can, you can do fairly easily if you set it up right. Um, so it's yeah. it, the hard part is finding that balance this week, but once it's found, you know, <laughs> then we're off to the races. Um, but so with you saying how you might need geos for cleanup and you're, you're, we're on the same exact line of thinking, but this is, this is my problem with setting the defense, right? Um, if I'm keeping geos for offense and I need to keep them for the back zone at the very least, you know, just in case the geo, uh, GLs that you have to clean up are hiding in that back zone. That means you will need 12 teams for offense now, right? Because you're going to have the geos <clears throat> but if you need the geos for cleanup and they're a full R5 geo team is going to destroy half the teams that are placed on the board. Right. I mean, they, they, ju they just are, it might be a 55, a full R5 geo team is going to destroy anything that's not GL or not, you know, like Darth Re or Darth Revan gas, that type of level. Uh so you now you now need twelve teams for offense if you're if you're holding them if you have to hold them back it's just 
this is why I'm saying you need 24 teams. Like it says you need 22 teams on the board and the easy joke to make. And in fact, the one I, I made in guild chat today was, well, just don't lose and you don't need 24 teams, but it's, it's not that simple. Like when you're planning out how to fully clear, you re- you really do need to plan 23 or 24 teams that you either trust or you trust to steal banners. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I might be content with just picking a team or two apart to start with, but we'll see. I, I would also, this is I, my chance. My chance is, is running out quickly to make, to make top 10 in a, like somewhat, I wouldn't say easy. It's never easy, but, but like I, I got, uh, even with a loss, last time like if i had just gotten if i had won my last two if i'd won one out i think i would have made top 10 easily like i wouldn't have been even in like number 10 barely i think i would have just had it yeah had it in the bag and now division one has what, 500 more people a little bit more than that than previous right. yeah like yep. and and those are all guys who are potentially more like the, the super high gp crowd that we were in with those guys are like I don't care. We're just going for it. Like they're just like bruisers who just want to beat the hell out of each other. They, they don't have, uh, you know, some of them have really great strategies. Some of them are really good at, at what they do. Absolutely. Um, sure. But there, there are a few who are just like, I don't even care. I don't, I'm just going to destroy people or get destroyed. <laughs> and, and that's fine. We're going to start getting these people who are more, who have their rosters way more optimized starting to filter in. And it's going to yeah. start being a, like, it's going to, there's going to be a lot more finesse and it's going to be more maneuver, more difficult to maneuver into these top spots. So um, right. I, I would dearly love to get full clears every time and actually maybe get top 10 this time. Cause, <laughs> cause my, my window is closing I, I, already. It's closing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, and you bring up a good point in that. So last season we had uh, what 1650 people, right. And the 500 that are jumping up into our division now that are jumping up into division one. And actually this is going to be true for almost all divisions. The the number is going to be different, but a lot of the people jumping up a division are the people that intentionally held back their GP last time because they take it seriously, you know? So you're going to get some of the roster fluffers. You're going to get some of the people that just don't care, but there's going to be a big chunk of these people that are entering each division that are the guys that pulled mods off or they intentionally didn't upgrade, you know, or a sing, or they intentionally held all of their upgrades back until they hit the GAC lock that first time. And then they're like, look at me now, guys, I'm, I'm over 7.8 million. I just waited a day. And they're the guys that care. Um, which going to your point, that is going to make it harder to hit top 10, top 20, top 50, because you have a large segment of the population that just entered the division that care and are trying. Now, just because they care and they're trying doesn't mean that they're going to be successful at it, but it's certainly going to give you a much higher uh, gambit. And real quick, Thank you, Ross, and thank you, Go Cubs, uh, for the gifted subs. Always appreciated, guys. Yeah, guys, really appreciate you. Um, so, 
and every season we're going to see this. I still, I mean, I still have a guildmate that's sitting on literally uh, 7,700,999 and he is waiting or he probably already went over 8 million, Um, but he was waiting until that day. So he's in division two with the perfect GP to stay in division two. And now, now he's crossed into division one. I assume it's going to be hard to, sandbag that that gp amount i mean that's changing mods so there there are people in these divisions that are staying in their division or just jumping up into the new division that are they're going to be tough to deal with dude yeah i'm stressed out i'm stressed out just thinking about it so (laughs) well yeah we're whatever Whatever, We're, we'll just deal with it. We'll deal with it as it comes. Um, <coughs> we will. I mean, so so my alt, my alt got second place la- last season, and I was like, oh, that that's cool. Like I, you know, I, I lost to one guy who was just, you know, he, he wins every time. Every sure. uh, like, I would be interested to see to hear how many times Legzilla has not won his division. <laughs> so I, I don't feel bad. I was even actually like kind of close-ish to him you know like i was closer to him than most of the top 10 guys were to me right so you know it's like that <laughs> man i'm still cracking up about there's that scallenge um this oh, yeah, is kind yeah. of a slight t- <laughs> uh slight slight tangent but like the brian scalabrini he's not very good at in the nba but he's still in the nba he's a great player and he you know so he challenged everyone's making fun of him rec league players or in basketball he's like they're like man we could i could beat you and and he's like no like i i'm a way better player than you and so you know he he does this challenge all these people apply you know like try to beat him and he just demolishes every person (laughs) who challenges him and they pick the best ones out of the people who have challenged him and it's like and his whole thing was i'm closer to lebron than you are to me to these guys and it's like the most cocky thing ever and it makes me laugh but like that's basically what i just said about me versus legzilla so um <laughs> anyways i'm happy with being in, in that spot but now i just moved up a division and now i'm faced off again there's, there's like three guys like that in in division four <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm like i'm like really like i have to i'm in calvin awesome's division i'm in I mean, all these other people who like gave the bus, whatever his name is, uh, yeah, you know, a run for their money. Like, life is hard, dude. I'm t- uh, t- number one spot is just not in the cards for me. I think. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, you can tell Calvin to shove off. <laughs> hey, Calvin, <laughs> shove off, dude. No, actually, I, I, you know, I, I think that Calvin actually has a Ross like. I'm good if if Calvin wins with the roster right. he has. Like, he he has GLs, he has, he has GLs. relic sevens. Yeah. Right. Like the guys who are winning in that division are like are the guys who have a worse roster than I do with my alt. And my alt is you know min maxed as much as I can manage. Um, and and also to be clear, guys, the like I looked at like Zilla's roster, expecting it to actually just be like the BS. You know, like no no relics, no anything. You know, just like, but. Yeah, he has a he has a couple of GLs himself. He has he has a really strong roster, and he just he's a really good player. So right, you know, so good on him. No no shade whatsoever on Legzilla. Just you know, we're, we're gonna start getting that equivalent in Division One eventually, if if that's even possible. I'll, I'll be very interested to see. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, yes, we'll get some form of that. The question is, how do you have to do it? Um, because it's not so much the that you can't control your roster. It's who, who do you get matched up against, right? Because the matchmaking, the reason, you know, Bus was able to Bus, um, on top of, he did actually put a lot of work into planning things out. But on top of that, he was getting up matched up against people that just have no <laughs> had no roster basically uh, because he was he was able to manipulate his roster to face somebody with no roster at seven point eight. You're, I was literally on the bottom end of uh, matchmaking at the start of last last season. I, I joined and I was at like seven point oh two three. Uh, GP like I I was just over the line only twice did I face somebody that had one less GL than me <laughs> not not even you know multiple less GLs like only once did I face somebody with one less GL than me and then I saw I saw somebody else posted a screenshot of some guy that had like 50 R7s and only two GLs um, so you'll still have a couple of them but I just think it's harder to get the matchup in division one in a year from now, when there's 15,000 people in division one, will it be different? Maybe, but at least for the next couple of seasons, um, I think division one is safe from that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, I mean, they right now, it is, it would be an egregious thing for anyone in our division to only have four GLs or maybe not, maybe not only like some people won't have Kenobi and that, that's fine. Um, right. But at least at the very least they need four or they're not going to, they're going to struggle big time. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I think, I think there's a certain number amount of just like, <laughs> I don't know. You can cheese your roster as much as you want against me, but I have so much solid stuff behind backing what I have. Like being short one, like really strong meta team is really going to significantly hurt you. Like I just assume the people I'm facing have everything. Like I, I remember, uh, was it last season or the season? Like there've been a few times that I was like, Oh, I have more GLs than this guy. Seriously, like <laughs> one of the times was after I'd already placed all my defenses and everything, and I was like, "Yeah, whoa, how did that even? How did that get past me? Like, did <laughs> you just assume certain strength levels?" And I guess eventually we'll start seeing some version of cheese, but I don't know if that really works e either. Yeah, yeah, I um that so my alt is kind of like that where sometimes I'll be planning things out on my alt, and you know I I have three GLs and. According to Hotbot's latest update, I should have my fourth GL in 43 days, um, according to their farming calculator. So sometimes I'll, you know, I'll set my defenses and then I forget, I'm like, oh, I don't have everything that my main account has. Like, I can't, I can't do this <laughs> the way I do on my main account. It's just not possible. Um, so it's, it's, <laughs> you know, and it's again, because I assume like you're just so used to playing with something, you know, like a team or a set of teams. And then you're all of a sudden you're like, oh, oh, where, <laughs> where did that go? Damn it. 
Right. Well, yeah. I, I think I think right now the, the most telling thing right now is what what it's gonna. I think this is going to be a huge margin, honestly, of failure for people is yeah. if people can find a way to leverage Padme in a significant, meaningful way, that's going to be the difference between a lot of wins and losses in this fight. Because right yes. now we're, we're kind of losing a team with Kenobi, like we're gaining one and losing one. It's a net, like, you know, whatever. It's It's neither here nor there kind of thing. But if you can find a way to... If you can find a way to make that Padme team significant, an, an actual team, that's going to be a huge thing moving forward. Because right now, Kenobi is just too strong with, you know, GK and right. and Ahsoka. Like, you need both of those. And then it's like, you may as well throw Anakin in there. Or do you keep Anakin and have, uh, I don't know. It, well. That, that's that's my quest right now. <laughs> like, make, make Padme significant somehow. I so I think, and we're gonna experiment. I again, this entire first week is experiment. But I've got a team that I think I can afford of Padme, Shock, and Barris as like the the top three of the team, right? And then the the back end of the three is gonna, or the back end of the team is gonna have to. That's where we have to experiment, or I might need to, <laughs> I might need to throw some gear on a Galactic Republic this week. Um, but right now I'm planning on like Qui-Gon and Clone Sergeant. There's no tank in there, which is obviously a problem, but I still think that could take out like a Night Sister team. If somebody puts Night Sisters on defense or you talk about like, um, a Karth Old Republic team. I think that, that that team might be able to take out the Karth Old Republic team, too. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I, I would certainly be afraid to take Old Republic against that team. Sure. Uh, probably. So, you just have to think. I mean, so Clone Sergeant isn't the best character in the first place. Well, and, sure, he's, yeah. he's a little bit better with Padme, but but then also one of his best, best things is his turn meter gain. And he just doesn't, sure. you know, pa Padme would be great with a lot of teams if she would actually just allow turn meter gain, but she's just yeah. like, Oh, Hey, Hey guys, I noticed that you like turn meter gain, but if you want me on your team, you have to stop that crap. Cause I don't, I'm that's disgusting. Like right. <laughs> that, that team literally only wants one thing and it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not, and that's, to me, that's, that's the thing. It's like, hey, Plo could go with her, except he gives everyone turn meter gain. And that, that's like one of his one trick. And okay, well, you can't do that, Plo. You can, right. You're still welcome to join though. He's like, that's okay. I, you don't have to. So, right. I don't know. So, she's just a very tricky team to play well. It is. And the question is how, you know, I, and I agree. I mean, Clone Sergeant isn't the best, but if you can get Clone Sergeant with 10 stacks of Courage, who then does an AoE, I mean, he's going to do some damage. And if you're taking him against, you know, the 11th best team on the board or the 12th or the 10th best team on the board, uh, you know, or like, 
we're going to see a ton of Poe in the Vets teams or just Finn in the Vets, you know, whatever resistance lead in the Vets. We're going to see a ton of those teams with Scav Ray on the team. Are you saying, like, Padme gives up stacks of courage, Vet Han can't apply his ability block, then Clone Sergeant does an AoE, and Scav Ray probably just disappears. Could be. I mean, I, I think the team... I'm not saying the team is great. Like, I'm not saying rely on this team, but when you talk about making Padme work somewhere, I think that team's good enough to work. Just the Padme shock and Barris, like, how are they going to kill him? You know, if you're taking him against this, this lower end team with those three, I don't think there's so much healing and bonus protection. I don't think they, they get killed. And then, of course, in two weeks, we're going to have Commander Ahsoka Tano drop, and everything is going to change. Like, we have these first two weeks, we finally figure it out, and that's, oh, by the way, there's there's a new piece on this board. And she's she's going to change either the Kenobi team, she's going to change a Padme team, a Beskar team. Like, we don't know what team she's going to change, but she's going to drastically change something on the board. Sure, I think she will. I think <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting. They changed the GAC lock now, so that it's it's going to be like so many people hitting that lock button like an hour before it's time for GAC to start. Oh yeah, I I, <clears throat> I am going to spend the next two weeks making sure I have all the gear for Commander Ahsoka Tano, um, and I have the Zetas ready, and I'm going to have Relic. I'm not going to be able to get her up to high relics, you know, in that first, that first day, but I could probably get her to R5, which is really all you need. And we're going to get the conquest rewards on that Monday at 1 PM Eastern. And at 1 15 PM Eastern, I'll be joining Grand Arena. I also have to set up a mod set for her. Um, so I, I will, I'm going to do everything in my power to not screw up and accidentally join Terra or Grand Arena <laughs> that week until I have Commander Ahsoka Tano on my on my team. I know that that makes me nervous. Like, <laughs> I I'll be back to work at that point, and I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. I I have no idea how if it's just going to be this thing where like. <laughs> If I don't, if, I don't know, my, my work hat is such that there are times I just can't even get out to go to my car. And if I can't lock in, then I'm, I'm just totally screwed, you yeah. know? Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what I choose to do. I might, I might just risk it. And, and the thing is, it's not a good enough answer to say, well, uh, the other people you get paired off with will probably not have cat either because guaranteed I'll meet someone and they'll probably be able to leverage it for something. So I don't know that there's all kinds of risky things going on right now. Life is hard. Yeah. yeah. Maybe well, I'll find someone who can log into my account for me. <laughs> that, uh, that puts some pressure on too. Um, don't it, mess this up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I will hate you forever. Did you join? So, so will the uh, internet. About that. <laughs> right. Like, did, did you join or am I blocking you? Those right. Are the two 
it's this season is going to be a mess and I think it's going to be a fun mess but it's going to be a mess nonetheless uh, yeah I, I so the other thing that we saw by the way and I, I sent it to the Gambit chat but not not to anyone here um if you look on .gg, you know, they, they have the page that shows the mechanics behind all the abilities. I saw a talk of modding uh, Commander Ahsoka for offense because there's going to be all the stat share and stuff. She's not really sharing stats. She's increasing the individual stats on the team. So it really is like if your best car has 10K offense, then with Ahsoka on the team, your best card is going to have 15k offense, um, which I like and is going to be very interesting to watch play out. It is. There's a lot of interesting things happening. Uh, So... Real quick, why don't why don't we swing it just a tiny bit away from the five v five stress? And um, I, I'm I'm curious. So this is so unprecedented right now. We're in we're in a strange time. They announced GL Kenobi, of course, a while ago, and they said that we're not going to get the next GL for what? Like they're for they're not going to announce the the next GL. And you know the speculation is it. it I feel like it just almost has to be Lord Vader at this point, as cringy as that is to me. But I also feel like there's got to be like there's got to be this chance of uh, well it does it doesn't matter whoever it is but we won't talk about that but I, I thought we'd get news of the next one by now frankly I yeah. I'm a little disturbed that we haven't and I don't know what what do you thought what are your thoughts on I this I honestly thought that we were going to get the announcement on like piggybacking with the uh, Kenobi coming out. I I thought at war, at most they would give it one week and then be like, hey guys, here's here's the new GL announcement because we need something, right? Uh, CG doesn't just leave it alone, um, you know, when it comes to fiscal quarters because at the end of the day, this is a business and at the end of the day, every quarter they have to give an update to shareholders. Um, so CG needs something that's going to make them money each quarter. Like Kenobi was last quarter. New quarter started July or uh, yeah, July 1st. What's going to be this quarter? The thing that makes sense is announce the GL that's going to take three months to farm. That brings you to the end of the quarter. And at the end of the quarter, you're finishing strong for all your investors. Like, so in my mind, that's how it was going to line up. Um, uh, that's not, that's not how it is lined up, though. So I honestly, I have no clue. Uh, um, you know, right now we're just kind of sitting out there with with nothing to spend money on. Right. I mean, <laughs> uh, that didn't stop me from spending some money this week <laughs> on trying to get a few characters up. I, yeah. I totally took didn't take our advice, and I I got some fringe characters up. Though actually, they're not as fringy. Like they're characters that I've wanted to be relic for a while, anyway. So that wasn't that bad. But <clears throat> I mean, you're right, though. This would this is an excellent time for hoarders 
right now but it, it's like okay i have everything like let's let's just call it good yeah right you know right like, like let's, let's hoard Let, let's hoard for a few weeks and, and plus it's a great time for people who you know it's a consolidation time too people who are who don't immediately buy characters the way we have been lately um those guys have a bad batch to farm and a lot of them are still farming uh, I know that my alt has been farming Bo-Katan from the very start and still doesn't have her at seven stars and even armor actually isn't isn't at seven stars for that account so <clears throat> you know dark trooper there's a lot of things to farm currently so right. uh, I don't mean to say who cares about those guys I, I do mean to say I guess right now I can understand how the game people just kind of need a, a little bit to digest and at the same time uh, before this CG hasn't cared about that they've just been like hey two GLs go <laughs> right so uh, I don't know well I just whatever whoever the worthless next GL is because I have a feeling I'm gonna hate it but whoever it is whatever the I think it, it wasn't in our, during our Gambit uh, roundtable, we decided to just call the, the, the next GL robot legs because it could either be, <laughs> it could either yep. be Maul or Lord Vader. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, like GL robot legs. It, I, I would just like to start working on him. I'm feeling kind of antsy. I would like to know because we know for sure he's coming or at least as close to for sure as possible. Right. We just don't, we don't have the information and I don't know. I would like to know. Yeah, I, I completely agree. At the same time, my all is in the situation of, I have seven characters to farm to seven stars and um, I'm getting, I'm getting close on three of them because I've been farming them since they were released. And that's, you know, armor, dark and Bo-Katan, but now I have all the bad batch to farm. Um, so uh, my alt is loving loving the break because it takes a long time for that account to farm up that many characters. Like I can't, I can't, you know, do triple refreshes on a node when you're when you have that many characters to farm. Um, so I'm just, I've ignored the bad batch completely as they've been released until I get Dark Trooper and crew up to um, up to seven stars. Gosh, I'm stressed out, man. Playbook in chat is saying he thinks that uh, seven dot mods are in two months. And I I think not only do I hope it, I, I really think, I bet we get the next relic level before we get the next dot level on mods. Uh, I... Is my guess. Maybe I'm just totally off, but I, I think I think we get relic nine first. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're. So I don't think we're getting seven seven dot mods uh, yet. And here, here's the reason why. Those mods are going to be so ridiculously overpowered. They are. They're literally every conquest. They do something to make conquest harder, right? Because the, they don't want as many people finishing it as they are. If you go seven dot mods 
And so everybody's going to have like a 5% offense mod on every character because that's what's sitting out there. <laughs> You're making the conquest mode that much easier. And I don't think they're ready to do that. One day it'll come as a game mode gets older, you know, they don't care if it becomes easier, but right now they're still in the, we need to make this a lot harder stage. I can't see them in two months saying, yeah, 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 really seven dot mods so that everybody can just breeze through this game mode. Yeah, I, I think, oh, so So there's that. And I agree with that reasoning. I, I also think, and I just actually typed it up uh, in chat as well. I, I said, um, I don't think there's enough 6A mods out there. Like when they went to 6E, I had a ton of gold mods at that point. But, you know, that I used. So, yeah, let me ask, I agree, but at the same time, is that because you were chasing speed and then stopped at 6B because you got the speed and you're like, all right, let me go do another mod? Because uh, well, I looked and every 6B, well, I looked in every 6B mod that I had, I had the materials to get 6A and I still have 6A materials left over. Um, I just don't have 6B mods left. So I, last week, literally on my account, I just, I had five 6B mods and I just said, ah, screw it, let's make them all 6A. So is it a case that you don't have the 6A mods just because you got what you wanted and then moved on to a different mod? Uh, so uh, there's probably some of that, but at the same time, I mean, there's also, I've gotten close to the max number of six, uh, at least, you know, six dot uh, upgrade materials in terms of, in terms of, you know, just whatever you, you have to be right now, you can't buy them, or at least you, you can uh, to a small extent, like CG hasn't put them in any stores. They've made some packs just recently where you can actually get those upgrade mats. And so you've had to either do conquest or you've had to do the uh, challenges and that those are the only two places to get it and then now yeah. limited number of packs which i actually have bought a lot of those packs in fact so i'm right there real close to to the max and all i can say is if we go to 7e like ships become entirely miserable because suddenly we're gonna have to start uh, like so so biston and scarif rebel pathfinder right now i have all 6e mods they'll have to like once we go up to seven we're going to have to like that's going to be the next step in boosting ship speed and everything and sure. uh, like for Biston, you need 12 of them I, I doubt i have 12 6a mods right now uh just <laughs> I, just for that one ship uh, same with negotiator like yeah. uh, that that's going to be the number one priority it does gk have those and then he's going to suddenly need the best mods because i can't up, i can't afford to upgrade garbage mods or at least even middle tier mods up to that level of, of investment. Like, I, I can't imagine that it's going to be as soon as two months, but we'll, sure. we'll see. I, I guess I I'll would, be miserable in two months if they, <laughs> if they proclaim it to be so. I would bet that you have more 6A mods than you think you do. Because I just counted and I have 34 of them. Well, not all of us are as fancy as solo base 34 here, but <laughs> no, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Um, 
I know that I have a couple of characters who are real close to Max 6A. Right. So so it was it was probably I wasn't trying to exaggerate, but you know, now that I think about it, I do have a couple of characters. I I definitely have more than 12, but yeah. I, I mean, you, you say you have 34. That's still less than six full characters. But it's also I have a whole bunch of slicing mats as well that I just haven't used because I've been chasing other stats and if I get the stats I want I'm like okay I can stop at 6b like I don't care about 6a because not every mod should be made 6a as well you know the the 6a mods I go for are the ones that isn't going to have like flat defense or flat health on it it's going to have percentages that increase exponentially um but at the same time I don't I don't think we get seven seven dot mods this fall I, I, I think they want to keep the current game modes as hard as possible because the one update that we get did get this month is that in Conquest, they now made over-prepared. It's over-prepared four, not over-prepared three, which means enemies are starting with 80% turn meters as opposed to 60% turn meter. Like They're trying to make this harder. Um, so I, I think they want to keep it like that for a little while. Yeah, speaking of which, if, if there's anyone who is interested in, I have to know you, like I, it's going to be tough to find someone who I trust enough to do this, but if someone is interested in playing my alt account for Conquest, um, <laughs> I, I have to officially say you're not allowed to do that and turn you away, but I would entertain the discussion, the theoretical discussion of said event. Um, if, if someone wants to do that out of the kindness of their hearts, please let me know. I would be very interested in that play conquest for me maybe log in and get my 600 every once in a while i would you know and you you could have access front line front row tickets <laughs> to the alt show so <laughs> uh that being said let's we can move on but um trying to find some ways to save some time and conquest is a great way to save time if people like conquest so much uh you know they could use my alt too <laughs> Yes. If you want a real challenge, do Conquest without GLs. <laughs> it's actually it's actually pretty tricky at times. Without GLs and without a lot of relics. <laughs> right, yeah. Yep. I, I now have two uh, Relic 5s, though, so that's good. That's that's a start. I know. Jedi Knight Luke, I was like, I can't, I can't just, like, sit you at, at, like, Relic 3 or something. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, um, anyways... Uh, so here's my one last thought on seven on seven dot mods, and I don't I don't know exact like all right. So for for a long time, ever since mods came out, there have been the possibility of having seven dot mods. Like everyone right. knew that we would eventually get six dots. So it wasn't a surprise when we got six dot. Maybe to some people who are paying attention, but six dot and then seven dot is also like those two are absolutely going to happen at some point. If the game continues, we're going to get seven dot. I don't know if they wrote in eight dot or how possible it would even be like we'd be we'd be nearing an unknown spot of progression for CG like I don't know if they could even go to eight dot and I don't know how they continue to scale things anyways like right now they're just so ludicrously powerful uh, well like once you imagine if they follow the same line of progression the you know getting up to seven dot and then all the way to 7A, you, you have to think some of these mods are going to be so obnoxiously good. 
depending on what they allow and everything. But 8A, what are they going to, or what, you know, what would they do? And is it even possible? Does CG want to play that card yet? Or do they want to wait for another year or two? Because they know they can't add another tier. Well, wasn't yeah without great difficulty at least wasn't that the whole hullabaloo not too long ago is that one of the test accounts showed eight dot mods or seven dot mods it was i forget what and then crumb had to or or doja had to come out and be like guys it's a test account we always we we have the ability to go to like 11 billion if we wanted to Oh, what was that? So Doja said that we could actually get get the dot, like the mods, up to 11 billion? Well, he didn't say 11 billion. I forget the number he said. But on the test account, they always or yeah, they had R9. Like, the test accounts always have things beforehand. Yeah, I know Kenobi R9 as well, uh, but they've had mod leaks in the past as well. Um, and they do that because they want to test things that are overpowered on the test accounts. Um, and then like 6B mods were shown, I think it was 18 months on like just, um, they were doing like a teaser video for a character. 6B mods were shown 18 months before they were released in the game. And everybody was like, oh my God, there's purple mods coming out. And then 18 months later, they finally came out. So like the ability is there. They just, they just, just because they have the ability right now, doesn't mean we'll see it anytime soon. Right. Uh, We'll see. So I'm just, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm pretty skeptical about their system, about the system that we're playing in and you know, the spaghetti code stuff has just got me thinking that we're we're playing on a game that is very difficult to upgrade some of the core functions. And mods are a core function, of course. They're, they're a really important thing. And I guess I struggle to see, uh, like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know that they, they say they can do certain things. They say they can. I, I'm not sure. I don't know if, what, what they can do. So... I don't always, they say that they're going to change what, what day uh, <laughs> GAC is going to start and then they don't. Like, is that just really hard for them or did they just mess up again? Do they even care? Will they ever admit their mistake, et cetera? But I don't know. I, I'm increasingly skeptical of their spaghetti code game that is going to, you know, I, I think it just seems like they're parceling out. Like they've, they've made it so that they could get up, get us up to relic like 27 if they wanted to or higher. I'm sure they could do that. I wonder if they could get us up to level player level 90. And I know we've debated that before, uh, how it, it might unbalance things, et cetera. Um, not suggesting that that would be good, but I wonder, like we've never had a hint of that ever happening. And 85, I don't know about peop- everyone else who has the... Um, it was OCD, like if that triggers anyone, like 85 is such a weird number to just be stuck at forever. I guess I, I've made my peace with it. I played this game for five years. Like if I hated it that much, I'd have quit by now. But, you know, like w- what can they do for more progression? They say they've closed the door on more gear. Have they? I, 
I don't know. We'll see. Uh, to me, it seems like the two avenues of upgrading characters is mods and relics right now. Oh, it's, uh, I mean, the main one is 100% relics. And Crum has actually said that before of uh, when talking about getting new, like, legendary characters. Crum is 100% in the past said, yeah, guys, every time a legendary comes out, it's going, there's going to be more relics needed. Like, that's, you, you just, you need to be prepared for that. Like, that that's how we're doing it. Um, but I do agree. I just don't, I think it's too soon for mods. Uh, for the mod increase. I, I think it's too soon um, and for many reasons. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Is is releasing seven dot mods going to make them money? That's, that's what it's going to ultimately come down to. And it, the answer is it could, or maybe it doesn't. Um, we'll see. So Help me remember, I don't remember the order of release, but did six dot mods exist before they released relics? Or did they yes. release relics, then they had six dot mods? No, six dot mods happened before relics, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because six dot okay. mods have been out for over two years now. Like okay. six, I mean, six dot mods were around when JTR was released. Were they? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No, that was, was it? Yeah. When did they release Gear 12? I, I need to look at the timeline. I feel like we could actually get a better picture of what could happen is if, if we had like a, Gear a timeline of, of player upgrades. Gear 12 came with, with uh, Debro just said it, with CLS. Oh, yeah. I remember that because they had a pack. Like you could actually get R2D2 up to Gear 12 before like anyone else could get up there. Yeah. Because you would just happen to have all the pieces. Right. Yeah, okay. Okay, so Gear 12 has been out for forever. And then Gear right. 13. All right, all right. So, you know what I would like to see solo? And this is kind of, this is, you know, in terms of progression. I would like to be able to get Gear 12 on characters who are not seven stars. I would love that. I completely agree. And you know it's possible because they let you do it for Hux. Like right. by mistake, they did it, but it, it totally works. Like you can you can get your Hux up to gear 12 before he's seven stars. And, yep. and then, therefore you can put 60 mods on him, right? Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So yeah, you can. I, I mean, like much good it's gonna do you necessarily, like if you have a three-star Hux, but <laughs> I mean that, that was a cool thing. I would just like to see that because Right now, Gear 11 is like the most worthless thing ever. I know that Calvin's getting some getting some mileage out of Bad Batch, but that's a team that's like highly synergistic and you have and it costs a ton of gear and he's a really good player. Like I don't see anyone else doing much with Bad Batch at Gear 11 right now. Right. It cost him 1,200 Kairos just to get them there. <laughs> um, right. It, like Gear 11... And if it's just like some random marquee character that doesn't fit in tightly with the other ones that are released around the right. same time, it's just it's just kind of funny. So. Yeah, no, I, I am I am all for that idea. I would love it uh, because it would let me start modding characters. <laughs> let me start modding characters before they're uh, seven star yet. Uh, and real quick, uh, SWGH Rigger 
uh, rating. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome, guys. Welcome to the cast. Um, but yeah, I we're going to get something. We're going to get something this year. Is it mods? Is it another relic level? Is it we're going to get something? Uh, I've seen a lot of speculation that it's going to be another relic level now that now that the arrow magnifiers are showing up or not no not the arrow magnifiers the impulse detectors are showing up in the weekly shipments i've seen a lot of people say well that that's a direct correlation to we're getting r9 in in december or january <laughs> and I, i'll be honest with you it makes sense it, they're making r8s a lot easier to get what's the next progression <laughs> when they're easy to get you go the next level up. I'll tell you what, though, Solo. I, I made a video on Relic 8s, like Relic 8, these 20 characters. And yeah. uh, I got a lot of comments and, uh, of people just saying, like, it's insanely expensive for a newer player to get Relic 8. Like, oh, it is impossible player, to yeah. get Relic 8. I can Yeah, like, it's just, and, and honestly, I mean, so we d we just did this thing on the Gambit roundtable where my my guild leader who has close to the max number of relic eights right now, yeah. which is only like twenty something, and he's bought every single pack and gotten good placement in all of the raids and etc. He has like we were we were trying to find. Uh, we we're trying to discuss and figure out which which characters should be relic aided next for him and. Uh, it just doesn't seem soon enough, or it seems too soon for me to get to, to Relic 8 or to Relic 9. It just, right now I have how many, like 13, 14, something like that. And I know you could have more than that because you actually do raids. And I, I've chosen <laughs> not to spend my time doing that, unfortunately. But like, it's, I don't, I don't feel like we're close enough to Relic 9. I don't know what we're going to get though. Like we could, maybe it is seven dots. I, I hope what I would really like, and it would be a rat race and it would feel really unbalanced <laughs> for a little bit. Uh, like we, they need to give us more credits. I would just, I would be super interested in, the, in them just increasing the relic or the, the character level to 99 and re just refreshing some aspects of the game. I don't know if that yeah. would be too big of a project for them, but I, I'd like something kind of new, frankly. <laughs> new, how dare you? Well, so the big question is, a lot of times this new character progression comes out with a new game mode or with something like it doesn't just come out on its own. It's like, Oh, here's territory. Here's the new territory battles. By the way, G 13 is a thing or here's R eight. By the way, the challenge pit rate is a thing like it, or Hey guys, we're going to introduce slicing materials. Here's galactic conquest to get the materials. Like it comes out with something. So the question is, do we think they have something new to come out? And that's uh, that. That's what's going to determine whether or not um, the next roster progression level comes out. Yeah, I, I think that that's fair. I think that it's it's just a lot, man. It's a lot to, it's a lot to really try to process, frankly, because, like, what what, I don't know how they balance the keep the game balanced, but so they keep releasing characters, 
and these characters like I just don't feel like relic levels are honestly that sustainable if they just keep going at a really fast pace like it is absurdly difficult right now to take a character from level one uh, you know like an unlock character all the way up if you want to just spend money if you were like 100 out of resources but then they're like here have, have some packs like it, it costs like 600 something dollars i think to get someone from gear one level one all the way up to you know uh, up to relic eight now yeah and and there's like over 200 characters in the game uh, and and I'm not suggesting that we should just have it super easy or whatever. I, but they also, I don't feel like they've given us enough to really have like these catch up mechanics that people keep saying are important and they probably are. Like, are do we have enough catch up mechanics yet? Like they they made it so it's easier to farm characters, but they haven't made it that much easier to gear characters. Yeah, we got we got conquest and. Frankly, the gear that we got get for two weeks worth of effort on conquest is extremely disappointing. Like overall, the rewards are okay, and a lot of the point is getting shards. But uh, like it, just my alt is the the perfect example. Just because you have all the shards doesn't mean you can even afford to like think <laughs> about gearing them. Like I have so many seven stars at gear one or gear eight. Sometimes I just do you know gear eight so that I can kind kind of pretend to use them. You know if I'm desperate. And like for the most part, though, you, you just can't touch a lot of these characters, and they haven't they haven't really made it that much easier to progress. They just they made shards a little bit easier, right? And, and yeah, uh, uh, for sure. I I don't know. I don't know the answer. Uh, the question is, the thing is, there are people staring at every single number in this game, um, and they've got you know tables upon tables of when we increase the price of this pack to why we get x amount of dollars more but x amount of people buy it less you know they have this down to a science right so the question is can they see the forest through the trees um but they have to it's this hard it's this hard line to balance because you have you have to keep the OG players happy and that means new characters like there was a time earlier this spring where you know in that February to March period where you were going crazy because they haven't released a new character yet and I was right there with you um, sure so they have to release new things right at the same time, how do you balance it for the new player? Because they have to be able to catch up eventually. So it, it's a very it's a very hard game that they have to play to make it keep both ends of the spectrum happy. All right. Well, and now I'm at this point where I I can't put more relic levels on characters at all. Like. Cat is going to be a very difficult stretch for me to get to Relic 8. Like, I'm starting to eye these packs that are horrible, horrifying in price <laughs> for just for Relic mats. But I don't have them. Like, I'm out of my big stockpile. And, the, you know, they've done one of me to eventually run out of them. And I'm, I'm like, Relic levels just don't seem that sustainable to me. Like, <laughs> the, especially because of how 
how ludicrous it is to go from from five all the way up to eight it's it's a it's an enormous investment and what you get for it isn't that amazing I just have to wonder, maybe they're going to leave relics be for the moment. Let us start getting some truly spectacular, you know, like a hundred plus relic eights uh, per account. And, and then maybe we get, I don't know, maybe we get Shrelics next <laughs> and it'll be a totally different method of, of, you know, of progression. Maybe we get, maybe we get the offhand relic or something i i don't know i i would i'm just how do they balance it i i i feel like every time we have a new method of progression it must just get much more difficult for cg to do that right. like you said so i don't know maybe the idea is to maybe the next one is we get all the stats that relics don't currently increase like maybe we get a certain number of upgrades to characters where we can just increase CLS's base tenacity without having to put mods on or something. Uh, yeah, so. I. Who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows? Yes, yeah, it doesn't matter that much. We should probably move on. I just uh, yeah. So. I will blame Fatal for this one because this all started with seven dot mods. <laughs> what the hell, Fatal. Um, <laughs> uh, should we do podcast questions or there's something else we should discuss first oh, the well, master of ceremonies we we really haven't discussed or there's nothing to discuss for our uh, weeks last week I, I took a break um, so yeah why don't we get into podcast questions um, do it so first podcast question and this one's directed more towards you because my alt account already has three GLs, no most fourth. Um, let's say a GL was magically added to your alt account. What relic would you take it up to? <laughs> um, okay, so just magically appears. I suddenly have Sith Eternal or something. Right. It wouldn't matter. Like, yeah, just magic. Cool. Um, uh, relic seven, almost certainly. Maybe relic eight. I, I don't, all the GLs benefit by uh, a dramatic amount by getting high relics on them. And if I were to get one, I, I would just do it, especially because theoretically I would also have relic seven on a few other characters anyways. If it's Kenobi, I'd have relic eight even. <laughs> and that, that like, it would be ridiculous to just not put like high relics on a, on a GL. So even though my my alt account is very low GP, like if I ever do go for a really low matchup GP, low relics, I could try to keep them low. I would absolutely go to relic seven or eight with with and lean toward eight, frankly, on on my alt, especially because then presumably I'm be, I'll be facing people with the other Galactic Legends. I'd need mine to actually be a threat. So <laughs> would. I don't know. What about you solo that's a, a totally different oh and by the way for context guys my alt is like right at 5.1 million gp something like that and a lot of people already have a gl at this point but i'm kind of going without just just seeing how it goes uh works out because i don't get paired with other gl havers because i have to keep my relic levels low uh but the yeah the, the only way i can do it is by maintaining a really good matchup gp 
which means, as I keep saying, low relics, which is which probably prompted the question. Um, if I magically got Supreme Leader Kylo on my account, he would go to R8. Well, not immediately, because I, I couldn't apply in R8 immediately if I wanted to. It would take me like a week and a half of farming. Um, but if I magically got a GL on my account, it would be R8 and quickly. Because uh, I already have three GLs at R8 on that account. And like I said earlier, I'm about 37 or 43 days away from Kenobi on that account. So yeah, get, give me all the R8s. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Next question. How would you rank the importance of Galactic Legend Ultimates to their overall performance? So obviously C is, well, he says C takes the top spot, but I'm curious to know what order you'd rank the other four. So when it comes to Galactic Legend Ultimates, in what order would you rank them? Um, just importance of GL to the overall performance. They're trying to trick you solo into, into admitting that Jedi Master Luke Ultimate is the least important to make it sound like it's not important. Um, I, <laughs> they can try, but I'm not going <laughs> to... That wasn't who my pick was going to be. <laughs> uh, so I actually, I think that least important is actually Ray. Yep. Ray, Ray doesn't need hers nearly Completely as like... Agree. There are actually some instances where you want her not like it, you prefer her not to have that because instead of popping the alt, which a lot of teams like, like Vader, uh, he's I used to play Vader a lot. Yeah, yeah, like he'll just eat an alt easy enough. Uh, but and so sometimes it's like, oh, I don't need to worry about ability blocking her. I don't need to worry about anything because she's not going to whirlwind. She's just going to alt, and I can survive that. Uh, as opposed to it's like, okay, she's out of fracture and no one's ability blocked her. So F, yeah, like we're just screwed. Right. Because then one whirlwind just destroys a Vader team. Sure. So I'd say Ray is the least important. Um, yeah. I completely then, agree with you for, for every reason you just said. I completely agree. Yeah. I, like sometimes it would be nice to just like have a switch that just flips it off if you wanted right. to have that option um and then i would say probably jedi master luke goes next it, it like it's still really good and i shake my head at every person who decides not to deploy not to use it because they're giving up such a huge advantage it is enormous but i mean is it more of an advantage than like Obviously, Sith Eternal is the most important. Kenobi's is amazing. And Supreme Leader Kylo's is also a, an enormous game changer. Yeah. So I I would rank the two of Sith Eternal and Supreme Leader Kylo almost side to side, like side by side. Um, almost. Sith Eternal will get a little bit of a boost there, but... If you if you look back to when Supreme Leader Kylo was first released and people were running arena shard or trying to run the team in the arena, everybody was like, don't, don't even try Supreme Leader Kylo until he has the ultimate. And right now, the only team that he beats in arena without the ultimate is a Sith, a Sith Emperor team. Um, sure. So... I, you know, he, he's right there with Sith Eternal. I would actually put 
Kenobi's ultimate as fourth and Luke's ultimate as third. Reason being, and they're they're all good. Like every one of them is good. So it's it's not an argument of is it good or not. Um, but with Kenobi, I'm I can beat a mirror like in a mirror match. I can beat an ultimate Kenobi with a non ultimate Kenobi. I can beat Supreme Leader Kylo without his ultimate. I can beat Sith Eternal Emperor without his ultimate. Though he does, I do lose two characters when I'm facing a good Sith Eternal without his ultimate. Um, so I can beat everybody without his ultimate. What his ultimate does is lets me beat the faster <laughs> or for better banners, but I can still beat all the things without his ultimate. Um, with Jedi Master Luke, unless you're running a Titan team, his ultimate lets you beat Ray a lot easier. Try and beat Ray with Jedi Master Luke without a Titan team uh, and without his ultimate. Like, ju- just try. Or try and beat um, the Daka Zombie Cheese with uh, Supreme Leader Kylo without his ultimate, and he can't ignore Taunt, or the rest of the team can't ignore Taunt. So I think. I think I would put Jedi Master Luke as third and Kenobi as fourth and then Rey, you know, fifth for every reason you just said. Yeah, actually, you, you make a good argument. Like, I I do think, so Kenobi, Kenobi's ult, though, man, it's... It's great. It's, like, don't get me wrong. I just think it it's just not trans- as transforms that team. Right. Yeah, I think you're right, though. I think right now you're, you're absolutely right. Um I mean, we're we're dealing with really some margins here, frankly. Like beyond sure. Ray, Ray, I feel like the rest of them are probably a, a pretty decent jump above Ray. Um, yeah. And actually, I mean, a lot of times, so Ray, you can't really win the mirror match without her ultimate, etc. Like there, there are times she sure. absolutely needs it too, but she's so super functional without. It's just the rest of them don't really function that well without their ultimate compared to their their final version so right you know these these margins i think i think you're right i think maybe jedi master luke does edge out kenobi to, just a little just because kenobi is so ridiculous without it so <laughs> yeah well so and jedi master luke i use his ultimate every time in um territory battles with ray Sometimes I just use the ultimate when there's only one character left because I'm like, I just had a Galactic Legend and I didn't use the ultimate once. Let me hit the button. And then you, since she slows herself down, usually like Finn will kill kill off the last character before she even comes out of ultimate. Um, but so Ray doesn't even need the ultimate in territory battles. So you had this person's trap trying to get me to say Jedi Master Luke. It did not work. Um, all right. <laughs> Given that CG can't tell what day of the week it is, should they stop giving Jar Jar the launch button? Uh, but seriously, should they just cancel and restart or continue with another four weeks of disruption? And I, I think the answer is here. Just they're not going to cancel this, this grand arena. So we're just going to have four more weeks of disruption. Uh, best solution is just to continue and to abase yourself in front of the players and say we suck we were going to change it we forgot to we made a mistake we're sorry here's three chewy shards 
and we will do better next time and then do better next time that would placate me frankly i, I would still be miserable and frustrated but I right now yeah. I, I just i eventually this rage is gonna get through somehow i'm i'm super frustrated right now so uh yeah like i said earlier i am super frustrated but for 95 percent of the community it doesn't matter <laughs> and to be 100 percent honest with you if i didn't have a soccer league on thursday nights this schedule is actually better for me <laughs> but so you know i i, I don't think i the, we're never going to see the pitchforks for this come out. Um, we're, we're just not because content creators and their viewers are such a smaller, smaller percentage of of the game that the pitch. <laughs> who's going to carry the pitchforks to CG when when Dojo was in the SWGOH event server and I was trying to tell them why this is a big deal i probably had 10 to 15 people say who cares so it matters this time a lot more actually um that people in chat are saying it too and we have, we have they're way more ammo this month than last month because people were planning their kenobi farm whether it was actually unlocking kenobi or getting his ultimate uh, on sure. a specific time schedule and if you like like Sim said, they're not going to get ultimate on week two now, like the way they have it scheduled. They they can't get it because one day difference means a whole lot. It is a huge deal to a lot of end game players. Sure. So and you're, you're right, though. Like you and I just cry about it because it messes with our schedules because we're streaming. And the other million people who play this game are like, I truly don't care. Or like, right. oh. That sucks. I don't wish you ill, but I don't care personally. You know, so, I'm not going to do anything about it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, people are saying it, it, it forked with uh, the Galactic Legend unlock and the plan, but big uh, grand scheme of things, right? Look at the grand scheme where there's 400 something thousand players on a regular basis. That's going to affect what, 100? I mean, you these know, are people who are spending money, though. These are kind of quote unquote the important people not not that i don't i think that i think the people at the lower level are absolutely important especially for the longevity of this game but the people who are actually uh you know playing cg's game and who have played for a long time seems like that's the base they don't want to be pissing off uh, and again we don't know what cg's priorities are we're constantly wrong about their ideas about money but um sure I <laughs> I agree. Like I, I, I know, and I, like I agree with you. I just don't think that they see it as big of a deal. And quite frankly, if you go on the forums or Reddit or any of the places to communicate with CG, it's just not a big deal right there. Like it, it's just not like the only thing that got upvoted by any substantial margin was a meme and that's because it was a meme not because people were like yeah this sucks it's because hey this is funny you're making fun of cg like the outcry is just not loud right now i and i agree i wish i wish we had the other schedule it's just 
the outcry is not as loud as I think a certain subset of people want it to be. It's almost like Reddit says something and they're, they convince themselves that the entire player base wants what Reddit wants. Like we're, <laughs> we're yeah. kind of doing the same thing. Um, I, th- I think they're going to come out and say, oops, are bad. Like, sorry. And there's nothing, nothing's actually going to come of it. And then we're going to get to August and it's going to be a running joke for the week before grand arena. Hey guys, are we starting on Sunday or Monday? And the dot or the uh, CG communication staff will be like, swear guys, it's starting on Monday. And then on Sunday, we're going to be like, they did it again to us. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. Uh, So so nothing is there's there's just not going to be positive change from that like the positive change right now may, maybe they make do a make good whatever i here's the here's like the very long term thing i feel like cg has actually done a great job of building credibility with its player base lately like they've they've sure. released new things people were asking for new content we we actually have we have the challenges weren't like enough exactly but then conquest uh, regardless of if you like it i know you and i both have different views on it but like quite a few people actually do like conquest um i think i think that like they, they've delivered on that they've given us uh, maybe not oceans of new characters and stuff but enough that most people are scrambling to get them all geared and leveled and we you know we have new gls we have we have they've done a good job really of kind of just like picking up their game communicating well they have they have the you know the new position that actually does act he does actually communicate with us and hang out and this is something that in my opinion it's like so so basically obvious that they like if the first time they could change it without warning and and people are like okay well i'll just switch my schedules a little bit it was inconvenient for us the second time they said specifically officially hey We'll change it back next time. We, we'll do it. Well, we're going to change it. That wasn't intended. And then they just like totally didn't do what they said. And to me, that sets them back in a big way because now it has me questioning how much do they really care? How like this seems like a pretty big deal, especially not because they had a, had a failure once. It's because they had a failure once, they identified it as a failure and then failed to actually like prioritize the fix to well, me that so, undermines them and uh, yeah to be Go fair ahead. they didn't have a failure once because the calendar that was released for june had the day it started as the day it started so it wasn't really a failure uh we call you know we might call it a failure but it was kind of advertised to the public as starting the day it started we just didn't put two and two together. <laughs> I mean, they, they said that it wasn't intended, though. Right. It might not been, have been intended, but it was also shown to the public. Like, it was advertised as starting on the day it started. We just, the public didn't put two and two together that the date on the calendar was a Sunday and not a Monday. Yeah, uh, so... Here's the thing. They said, uh, whatever. It, the, if the first time wasn't a failure, if it was, 
I wouldn't actually classify it. It was just like this change, right? It, it was a difference sure. from what they've always done, in which case I would have preferred, I think it would have been good business for them to advertise that and say, hey, sure. we're just shifting this by a day. Like you and I would have grumbled about it, but we'd have been like, all right, well, I mean, if that, that's, that's what they have to do, that's what they have to do, whatever, we'll, we'll adapt. Um, the second one to me, it, so it was already like this situation where they didn't do, uh, the, say what you want like they had advertised it not many people in the player base really even read those schedules and how many times do they say one date and then it's it's off by something like they they get that date wrong a lot like that that's that's happened a lot like how many times have we have they said hey we're starting again like in one day oh shoot we didn't give you guys a week off we're gonna give you a week off of course we will that's what we've always done like they've, they've had that happen like five or six times at least on the schedule like I can't, we can't, they've already shown us that we can't trust the schedule anyways. And then the second time though, so the first time, whatever, if they, if that was what their intention was, not best business practice, whatever. Second time, they say they're going to go back to where they were. They said that to us and then they didn't. That That's where I feel frustrated, I guess. The I, most I, frustrated. Right. I'm not saying you shouldn't feel frustrated. I just don't think, I don't think it's a big deal. Like that's, I legitimately don't, other than it screws me. It means on Thursdays, I don't get to drink with my friends. Um, I just don't care that much because other than that, like it's, it messes with my individual schedule. But if I wasn't doing this, if I wasn't streaming, I wouldn't care in the slightest. Uh, I, it, it wouldn't affect me. I'd be like, oh, Look, I'm doing this on Sundays or on Mondays instead of Tuesdays. Like it just, I think it affects us more than it affects most. And that's granted for, for sure. I know most people just don't care, or if they care, it's because they've been planning on one thing and farming is an issue. You know, farming. Uh, whatever like cg is not going to care that much about it they're like hey just spend more crystals we have a quick fix you know like right here you go spend crystals you're good um and that's what i did for one of my characters that i needed i'm like well all right i guess i'll buy some gear but i just i it just it just undermines the progress they've made with the community uh, in my mind and you know, some part, some sections of the community will just take this as like, no, we obviously we can never trust them again, obviously. And then it turns out like some of those corners don't even play the game anymore. They're just rabble rousing morons. But I, I well, feel frustrated by it. And, and it feels a little bit disturbing. Like, I, I hope this doesn't mean bigger issues down the road. I, I, I guarantee you all it was was that the communications department came out in the SWGOH event server and said, hey, we'll fix this next time. And they have no control over when the button is, is thrown. Like that, that's, that's what this is, right? It's not, it wasn't intentional. They weren't saying, ha ha, we're going to get you all, screw you. It, it was one department uh, said something to another department and then it's a busy vacation time and something didn't get switched. Like last time, last time uh, Dojo was on vacation for a week and a half before it happened. And he's like, oh, if I wasn't on vacation, I would have caught it. But he was on vacation. 
So that's like the whole reason that they didn't catch it. Like it's it's just this whole, you know, I don't know. I I there are two content creators that this week said, you know, put out another the typical midsummer the game is dying videos, right? And if you go in and look at the comments, most of the responses to the game is dying videos mm-hmm. were I haven't had anyone that wanted to leave lately. My my <laughs> guild has is eight or nine deep on right. the, the wait list to get in. Yeah. But I, I don't think that this this small thing is going to change it. And I know it messes up with some people's schedules. And I know, you know, especially my schedule, it's it's going to screw me every Thursday again for the next four weeks. But I just don't think that this is going to change the state of the game for me. So I'll adapt to this. I'll be okay. And in fact, if they, if they just come out and say, Hey, here's our schedule moving forward, then I'll be, I'll get over this. This, this is a one-off thing. It's like, if you have a relationship with someone, you get, you get ended up get married, married, you know, ever have fights and then you have your first blowout fight. And it's not like for most people, that's not a deal breaker. It's like, Oh, I still think you're amazing, but it does set as a precedent of like, <laughs> If this happens 20 more times in the next year, probably not going to end up working out kind of thing. Like, and that's not, that's not an ultimatum to my wife or anything, if you're listening, but um, <laughs> like uh, it's, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, it, it it's, and right now I'm just not past like the fury level. Like I, it just, this month screws me really way worse than last month, even honestly. So, sure. so I, I'm have, I have a really negative impact or, or uh, like feeling about it. If there's enough more, if, if there's enough people like that, or they're, they're mad, I think more likely people are going to be more mad, like just about, about the, in general, uh, like people are frustrated because they can't, um, because they can't farm Kenobi uh, ultimate shards or whatever. And they spend money to do it and they still don't get it for their week. I feel like that could have a bigger impact. I just, whatever, I'll get over it. I hope this is, I hope this is just a blip. I, I, I guarantee you it is. I know people in chat are saying vacation isn't an excuse, yada, yada. And I agree. Vacation's not an excuse in my profession either. It's just in the grand scheme of things, it, it's frustrating, but at the same time, I don't think we're going to see 100,000 people leave the game because it started on Sunday. I think this affects like 1,000 people out of 400,000, and, you know, they're going to say, hey, guys, we'll fix it next time. Sorry, my bad. And in their minds, they're going to move on. And frankly, I'm probably going to move on too because, like I said, this is actually better for me other than Thursday nights. <laughs> I wouldn't have joined the Thursday night league. I would have joined the Wednesday night one instead. But Sure. Well, we can probably stop debating it one way or another. I feel frustrated. Let's hope it doesn't happen again. You feel frustrated to a lesser degree. And other people feel frustrated to varying degrees, <laughs> including zero. So yeah. <laughs> let's, let, we have tons of other stuff to talk about. We don't need, I don't need to vent my spleen anymore. I'm, I, I won't, I'm not done being frustrated, but we'll, we don't, we've long prided ourselves on not 
being a rant podcast of just like, I'm angry and CG sucks because they don't suck. They create an awesome game that I truly really enjoy. It's complex and diverse and has elements that a ton of people from all walks of life enjoy. Uh, like in general, I would say that this game has been a tremendous force for good in my life and in a lot of people, other, other people's lives in terms of just enjoyment and entertainment and uh, them messing up one date is not going to keep me from playing it, frankly. So, you know, I, I just really do hope that they communicate about this in the future. And honestly, in the past, I, I do think that they, I think that they will, so. Yeah, um, all right, so next question. It's week one, we're gonna see a bunch of auto deploys. How do you, how would you approach auto deploy in an expanded 5v5 season? Um, it starts with swearing a whole lot, <laughs> preferably not around your children, but that's also potentially acceptable if it's funny, if it generates a funny story. So yeah. otherwise, it's just so hard to tell if someone's for sure going to auto-deploy. I think my alts opponent is going to auto-deploy. I think you just keep all your stuff and pray you can actually do it. Like you have to keep a couple teams on defense to keep them honest, potentially. Yeah. Uh, it, but I mean, so though, yeah, I, I think it's use Prime Bot um, <laughs> to the best that you can. And sometimes, you know, you can't be available the hour before. And so you just have to take take a chance. But um, I, I've set Darth Revan in one zone, CLS in the other zone, or just set both Darth Revan and CLS on the bottom because the bottom is worth more points. Make sure you can clear the bottom first when you attack. That way you get more points. And listen, so part of the annoying thing is there's going to be more teams on defense in this expanded GAC season, which means that you have to fight through more annoying teams, right? To the same extent, when, it, when you only play seven teams on defense – you could still have strong teams for offense um, if you auto-deployed. So now there's zero chance that they're clearing all your zones. If you put your, you know, 10 worst teams, or if you look at it in Division One is team rankings from 1 to 24. If you put Darth Revan, CLS, and then teams 24 through uh, 14 on defense – there's no chance that they clear you if they attack on offense, right? So you're getting an automatic win and you're keeping 12 of your best teams for offense and most of their teams won't have synergy. Like you should, it's, it's painful. It's annoying. It's not fun, but take your win, keep your teams for offense. And if they, place a real defense well then you have your 12 best teams to play efficiency like that's you know it's not fun but just you do what you can and you move on right it's not fun it, it is like someone in chat said it's a win at least it's a guaranteed win in fact for the most right. part unless unless they get all uh i don't know i guess it's possible that they could they could find a way to do something, but I don't know. For the most part, if you if you play it well, if you leverage it well, it, it's good. Um, 
yeah that's something i would like to see cg address in fact but um not trying to be negative about them i i would like i would like auto to play to be changed somehow well so when krem was on they said that this is something that they've talked about before but how do you appease everybody <laughs> well how do you come up with a system that appeases every like all divisions at once for the auto mm-hmm. boys um i think you could appease more but you're right it, there's well, no perfect I, solution I, I agree i mean i think there's better solutions of you place the uh well i guess 11 now 11 highest gp leaders <laughs> and then you give them the bottom four or no i guess what is that four 44 gp characters so rather than giving them the top characters you place like a galactic legend with four of the worst characters on the roster and you know you do it that way so you steal all their good leaders from them but they're all crap teams um like i i think that might be the best way to do it but that's probably also annoying coding so who knows <laughs> yeah who knows yeah let's move on Just, uh yeah. all right among the remaining galactic republic jedi workforce who don't already hold key positions in the top tier frontline squads whose leadership do you think really has any worth is it mace plo qui-gon who so basically, I think what the question's getting at is I'm going to have leftover Galactic Republic Jedi. None of them are really great. Who do I make a team out of? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd look elsewhere, frankly. Right. <laughs> if you, there are so many teams that Jet, like, there's already so many Jedi leaders that I'm going to be strapped for, te- like, I'm going to be upgrading Ezra to gear 13 eventually here, even though I was like, oh, cool, Kiati Mundy's like a way better version of Ezra. Uh, like, I'll just do that. Uh, like, I need more Jedi anyways at this point. Yeah. So uh, I guess if we have, if I have to answer, Qui-Gon Jinn has some redeeming value. Like, he, get, he makes them faster, right? And he gives them sure. a little extra offense. And uh, like the foresight thing is cute. Like it can, it can affect things a little bit. So I guess I'd go that direction. Yeah. Um, I mean, staying true to the question, I would say Qui-Gon, but at the same time, I would say don't set Qui-Gon as a leader because right. even setting like Cam on Qui-Gon, the team still isn't good. Um so, uh, you know, staying true to the question, it's Qui-Gon, but don't do it. Just say no. Uh, all right. Next question. Would you rather use 20 Zimbiddles for an R8 or for two R7s? I mean, that totally depends on the characters. <laughs> but, uh, like... I don't know. You have a relic. You have two relic sixes in the wait, waiting in the wings. So you're going to have a relic eight and relic six, or you're going to have a relic seven and a relic seven. I'd rather have a six and an eight, probably, uh, depending on what the characters are, because that eight is going to be able to leverage quite a bit, and six is close enough to seven. You don't really notice that much, frankly. Yeah, that's my thought. Uh, what are, what's yours? I, I I agree with that. It all it all depends. Um... Yeah, if I'm if I'm going up against relic gates, I'll want a relic gate of my own, uh, especially if it's like yeah. 
depending on the Galactic Legend or Jedi Knight Luke at Relic 8 can take on Supreme Leader Kylo <laughs> at Relic 8. And in fact, if you go to some 3v3s, people tried to take Supreme Leader Kylo against Jedi Knight Luke and then lost. So it depends on the character. Uh, I also don't want 50 R8s right now, you know? So at some point, there's a dividing line. I'm going to be like, yeah, R7's good enough for that person. Like, I, I don't need him to R8. So in, in that case, I'd say two R7s. Um, all right. Uh, next one is how... So we have four hours to gear and mod up Commander Ahsoka. What's your plan for... If setting a mod set aside for her, if if you can do it that first week, what would be your plan for Ahsoka, modding wise? Uh, so I guess what I would end up doing, I mean, gosh, so what? She has the same speed as uh, Moff Gideon, right? I think so. I, I they changed it. Remember it from the original requirements, so that might have been the pre. I forget. Um, I thought she was tied for the second fastest, for the first fastest in the game. And I thought Moff Gideon was the fastest base. But she I was, but then I think it changed. And I don't okay, remember. So, but so either way, I, she's she either the second fastest or the fourth fastest in the game. Like that's, you know. Well, here's the impossible. So you, have, you only have a couple hours to do it. And that's uh, whatever you, you only have a couple hours to do it you need to have a mod set set aside and so you can find a character with the same base speed most likely or something similar and you have to make a decision on if speed matters or not to her like if you want a speed set or if you want something else because that that also clues keys into it like if you want speed set then it does matter that you try it on someone with a similar speed but otherwise like you can just like take Rose, take all of her mods off if you don't have, if you have mods on her and then just have her be a mannequin for a while yeah. and just have those, because you have, you have Relic 5 on her already, uh, presumably if, if you've unlocked, you know, find another character that is Relic and don't, you don't use and then just have those mods sitting there and that way you know, that way it's just ready that, and no one's using it because it's already deployed on a character. That, that would be my solution. Yeah, uh, I... I that yes agreed and I for this first week I plan on just setting a really high speed set I might just give my Darth Revan rods to be honest with you um and so it won't be faster than my Gideon but I'm going to have her super fast because like we said earlier she's not sharing her stats she's boosting up her you know surrounding uh team stats so I I don't need to worry about getting a ton of offense or health or whatever it is on her so at least for the first week she'll be really fast and then if i have to change it for the next week i'll change it for the next week um we'll see but the plan right now is just super fast <laughs> um all right last question is I'm debating if i push for kenobi or wait for the dark side gl i have no cam do you think cat will make the kenobi team viable without cam um yeah yeah i do i think she's almost just like i don't know if she's a perfect exact replacement to him but i think she does a pretty credible job frankly of she might even be better in totality than he is in if for the whole team 
my guess is, in fact, she that team will be more powerful with Cat than with Cam, and and with both, it's even better. But that that's what I think. I think it's she's actually going to be better for that team than Cam is. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't think I do I do agree with you. Uh, I think she's going to be very viable on that team. If it's a situation of I'm worried that I'm going. I'm not going to have Cam when I unlock Jedi Master Kenobi. I don't think that should be the worry. Because um, I think she's going to be very good on that team. And quite frankly, if you just use the Padme team uh, with Jedi Master Kenobi, he still beats he still beats things. <laughs> you know, he can still win a mirror and he can still beat Supreme Leader Kylo and that's without Cat. So I think if you add Commander Ahsoka, I think um, you'll be very happy as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone in chat just asked if if Ahsoka was actually going, if Kat was going to be good at lower gear levels because they can't relic her immediately uh, for, for lower counts. And uh, I think, so she just boosts other people's max stats or base yeah. stats. So as long as she can survive for a long time, she'll be golden. Right. She's, she's great. As long as you can get those Zetas on her and stuff, whatever gear level that's required, just, yeah, she'll be great. Yeah, I agree. She'll be fancy. Uh, yeah. All right. So that's all the podcast questions. So we don't have alts to talk about this week, but we do have, and we kind of alluded to it earlier, um, what did you, what did you do, kind of in prep with for your roster for this week? So I have the Dengar BS team that I've been working <laughs> on, um, and it's just not a trend. Like I don't even think it it deserves like uh, it's it's not like oh yeah I'm I'm running I'm running the General Skywalker team I'm running the whatever right. like uh, you know if you have like a cool name for it I don't <laughs> think that it it's just like. Dengar is obnoxious and then you put a bunch of other scoundrels with him that are also obnoxious like they're just all it's like a timeout team essentially that is sure. a few teeth but not not too many like just enough teeth that you don't want to try soloing it with anything much <laughs> like they're like nest isn't going to solo it for instance but um like so i i got i put it on this list here yeah so i got mission zalbar dengar and vander chewy up to gear 13 <laughs> and i put the zeta on dengar <laughs> um that extra five percent health recovery <laughs> well hey i mean it's it's actually pretty good like it, it makes him a super obnoxious especially yeah. in the context of that team um and, and if you if you happen to have him with boss like the the only reason i haven't placed that zeta on dengar is because i always used him with boss lead when yeah. i was using him and boss kind of just replicates it it makes the Dengar is always the last one you kill on a boss lead team anyways. Now, if he's the lead, though, it, it becomes a little bit more relevant, in my opinion. So, so yeah, put yeah. the Zeta on him. The rest of them already had their Zetas. I'd wanted them gear 13 for a while. I even heeded Clash's advice. He used to say, Vander Chewie, the second you relic him, he has to be relic four or higher because yep. the math of him getting uh, his prepared changes in a negative way until you get to relic four. So he's uh, he's relic four. The whole team, I think, is Relic 4, except for Mission, who's 5, because she's an attacker. I want her to be able to have as much damage as she can. And uh, otherwise, I think that's it. I mean, that, that's enough, frankly. That's a lot of, 
borderline fringe characters that I don't normally use, but that team will be pretty tough to take out. Like that, hopefully that's my 24th worst team. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Solo? Uh, well, Kenobi got the ultimate this week. Uh, I got I got Mission to 13. I've had Zalbar to G, at G13. He was, he was legitimately one of my first 10 G13s, to be honest with you. Um, I got Aura Singh up to gear 12, finally. So that, that happened. And then uh, my Bad Batch, they were G13, but I added Relic levels to them because I plan on them taking out Grievous going forward. Um, so most of them at R5. I think Echo is still at R4, just because I, I did not have the Bronzium to get him another level but so that that's that was my week i feel like i did something else i probably applied a zeta or two um just because i have the zetas to give so i might as i might as well uh but that those those things were kind of the focus for this week fair enough yeah and now and now i have commander ahsoka and uh, Akbar, Akbar is going gear 13 once I get the cat gear, but I need to farm oh, yeah. a lot of gear for Commander Ahsoka. So then Ak- Akbar is great at relics. It opens up malevolence. As a, it, it opens up home one as a countered malevolence. Right. Right. Um, I use, I use the rebels on offense almost every single, every single week. So I figure might as well get him up there finally. There. Yeah. So uh, that's look at that. Oh, we wow. went a little long, but <laughs> I, I actually we can't talk about. I know, isn't that silly? I I can't I can't believe my internet connection actually held out this long. I might actually be able to stream tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> no <laughs> promises, but I I hope I can. That would be super awesome. That that would be um, only one way to find out. Uh, all right. So guys, that, Indeed. <laughs> that was the podcast. So as we just alluded to, we're streaming, um, tomorrow because that's what the schedule says, whether we like it or not, we will be both be streaming tomorrow. We're going to do it from our individual pages, not the podcast page. So you can find Zareth at his Twitch page. It's uh, Zareth underscore prevails. That's X A E R E T H underscore P R E V A I L S. If you can't watch the stream, but you want to watch the video, even if editing might be tricky this week, uh, you can watch his videos on his YouTube page. It's just Zareth uh, X A E R E T H. If you Google or not Google, if you uh, go to YouTube and search just S W G H Zareth, he, he appears at the top. Uh, I will be streaming tomorrow night from my personal page. That's uh, just solo base 15. It's S O L O B A S S one five. Same thing on YouTube. The podcast will be (laughs) prime. Uh, The, the podcast or Gambit fight night will be on Saturday nights. That is done on this page, the Gambit podcast page. It's just G-A-M-B-I-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, you can find us here on Saturday night. Uh, maybe next week, Zareth might be getting killed while on stream, depending on the wife. We shall see. 
uh, and we, uh, we it's entertaining for you at least. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's something to watch. How long can he last? Uh, but on, on this page, we do uh, the uh, Monday podcast and the, I guess, Saturday Gambit fight night. Hopefully in August, it will be the Friday Gambit fight night. Um, yeah. And if so, like we said at the beginning of the stream, a lot of the old counters are going to become new again. And a lot of the old teams we saw are going to be placed on defense. So there is a... Um, a counter spreadsheet that we have. The information is down below. Whether you're listening to this on podcast or in um, on the Gambit Twitch page, and it's going to have a list of all the counters that we have seen. It has the list of its full team that we faced, the full team that we used to beat it, and most importantly, video so you can watch how the counter works. And with that said, guys, uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, guys, don't be dicks. And remember that evil, evil does suck. <laughs>